welcome to the Business of Discovery, a clinical research podcast from the NIHR Clinical Research Network. My name is Alan Goh, and it's a pleasure to have you with us. I'm joined today by Dr. Fiona O'Neill. Dr. O'Neill is the Head of Workforce and Organisational Development at the NIHR Clinical Research Network. She has originally worked as a general nurse and a psychiatric nurse in Manchester, and has since worked in a number of policy and practice development roles, and she completed her doctorate in 2000, looking at the politics of nursing. Dr. O'Neill, thank you very much for speaking with us today. Now, you've said, patients want opportunities to take part in clinical research, and clinical research has a vital part to play in the health and wealth of our community. You've gone on to say that you wish to contribute to this by ensuring that the workforce have the right training and development to deliver safe and effective clinical research. So can we take that as a starting point to discuss the research workforce? The research workforce is large and diverse. Can you give us an idea of what you think of when you visualise that workforce? So the Clinical Research Network alone funds a workforce of around 10,000 individuals who are obviously working in the NHS, employed by NHS organisations and are our skilled expert workforce delivering clinical research. Um, they're joined by other people also working in research, funded by other parts of the NHR infrastructure, the charities, higher education. So we, we have a really significant um, research workforce in this country and it's of great value. In fact, we couldn't really deliver clinical research without this workforce. So my first thought when I visualise this workforce is, I can say honestly, pride and, at, and at a great deal of admiration. This workforce, they're skilled, they're innovative, they're always tenacious, they're working in environments which don't always um, share their passion and commitment to clinical research. Often when I, I meet a, a clinical research nurse or a clinical research nurse practitioner, they say, well, you'll find me in the cupboard under the stairs. They don't always have the best working environments. They don't always have the best equipment. But what they do have is a complete understanding of the importance and value of clinical research to patients and to our future. And um, I felt very privileged to work alongside them for the last nine years now. You've certainly given us an idea of, the, of the, the scale of that workforce and also of its passion. Um, is it a workforce that's changing? Is it changing at the moment? And as such, do it's, is its educational needs changing as well? So I, I do think so. I, I mean, I think we've, um, one of the, the things about this workforce is it does tend to be hidden. It doesn't always get the uh, attention and the educational support that others in the workforce might get. And we, we have to keep, we're on a journey to, to enable others in the system to understand the educational needs of this workforce. I think another misconception about the workforce that, that comes into the educational needs is that uh, sometimes the focus is on the academic workforce, the uh, chief investigators, the, the research leaders that, that are quite well catered for now by a lot of the, the training schemes that the NIHR itself has introduced through the Trainees Coordinating Centre. And now uh, I think when you talk about the research workforce, for, for many people, they think first and foremost of this academic workforce. I think the research delivery workforce is often thought about second. And there isn't enough, I don't think, enough in the system, education-wise, career development-wise, for this workforce. I, mean, I think we've come a long way. There's a lot more there now than there used to be, certainly. 
and I think that we could still put more in the system for this workforce. And certainly they constitute a much greater number of people than the academic investigators as you were describing and also a very diverse group from terms they of do. professional backgrounds. They do and, and that's a very important change that we're seeing at the moment. I, I would say that um, maybe eight, nine years ago when you thought about the delivery workforce people would have thought first and foremost of clinical research nurses. Well actually in our own network alone we've, we've grown a really important um, group of clinical research practitioners who enter the workforce um, often with degrees, not always in science but with good degrees, they enter the workforce without a clinical background but they work in patient facing roles as part of multidisciplinary research teams and they, they provide a very valuable uh, service within research delivery and they're even more of a hidden group than the research nurses and uh, we're at the moment focusing on this group to, to help them professionalise so that this clinical research practitioner role becomes a, a valid and recognised career path with the associates uh, training and education available. So there's still quite a lot to do in that space because it's almost we've grown this group of people by accident uh, in, in response to the new research opportunities available and we now need to catch up and make sure that they get the support and career development that they so need. You've already alluded to some of the things that the NIHRCRN is providing and over the years um, they've been absolutely vital in addressing some of the educational needs that have been out there. Um, can you give us an idea of, of the kind of initiatives that have been delivered and perhaps the ones that you think have been the most successful? Well, I would have to start with the, the GCP programme, Good Clinical Practice programme, which is, is really the, our flagship programme and uh, over the years has grown and developed. And in fact, uh, over the last eight years, 150,000 people have accessed that programme. And I think we've changed the landscape around good clinical practice in this country. One of the, I'm an ad adult educationalist, and one of the things I observed when I first uh, joined the network was how poor the quality of good clinical practice training was. It seemed to me that it was all focused on ticking a box and around the regulations. It didn't seem to get to the ethical heart of what good clinical practice is, is all about and why it really matters, why those principles are so important for patients and to, to deliver safe and effective research. And I think we've managed to change that through our programme of both taught and online training. So we're, we're in a different climate around good clinical practice now where people see that it's something they need to know about, not because they, ha they have to tick a box. And um, it needs to continue to grow and develop. And uh, I think the NIHR are, are absolutely rightly so at the forefront of that development. Um, so that's one of the big things that we've done. I think um, we also um, delivered a MOOC, a massive online open course, and that's been really great. That's aimed at um, patients and the public, but also done by lots of health professionals as well. And I think that really helps people to stand back and think about what clinical research is all about, why we do it, the ethics of it. And it's been very well received. Over 20,000 people have done that course now, and it, it's been very well received. And it, it seems to contribute to some really fruitful debates between the uh, participants on the course about what research is really all about and why it's so valuable. Mm -hmm. And of course that's so important if you're 
part of your remit is not just to educate the workforce but also to raise awareness of clinical research across uh, the population. That's right because I think we can't just grow a specialised workforce, we, we won't get anywhere by doing that. Obviously we have to, to uh, cater to the needs and enable the development and learning of our, our core research workforce and we have to take a much bigger picture because actually we'll only succeed if everybody understands um, what research is all about and supports it and gets behind it even if they're not um, even if it's not their job they need to to understand and have an awareness and an interest and see that it's a good thing because research clinical research is just so much embedded within the NHS isn't it yes and, it, and it, we need to continue on that journey so that more and more of the NHS workforce understand that that it is their their responsibility to understand it can we as we're coming to the end can we look to the future perhaps a little um, what do you see as the, the main challenges ahead facing the research workforce um, and, and how might we tackle them? So I do think we have to be very mindful of the changes that are going on in the NHS workforce, especially the demographics around nursing and um, we're, we're seeing a, a shortage of clinical research nurses, in, especially in uh, some of our urban areas. So we need to continue to, to evolve and develop a mixed, uh, diverse research workforce and um, I think that's really important. The other things I think are, well, two things, um, the changes in technology, medical science and also uh, data, um, digital technology are opening up all sorts of new frontiers for us in clinical research and we need to ensure that our workforce go with that, feel comfortable with the changes, feel that they're, they they understand it, are able to explain it to patients and in terms of skills required like digital skills to work differently in research, we need to make sure that our workforce are confident and comfortable to, to continue to be at the frontier of science. Certainly the evolving technologies do offer new opportunities, mm -hmm. don't they, particularly for very widely dispersed training and education yes. across a large geographical area. That's right, so we, we need to continue to make the most of learning and digital learning technologies to, to um, deliver bite-sized learning so that people can get what they need in a, maybe on their phone so, so that we're mirroring how people get their knowledge and education in this in this very different way. Um, and also we need to, um, to work with others in the system like Genomics England who've got an excellent training programme around genomics so we're not the only people in the system that need to be able to respond we, we have to work with others to uh, so that we can get that learning out there to people when they need it. Yeah just as clinical research is fascinating because it's always moving forward so is education isn't it and that's one of the marvellous things about it and when you put them two together it's it's a very good place to work. Dr Neil, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with us today. You've been listening to the Business of Discovery a podcast from the NIHR Clinical Research Network. I hope you'll join us again next time.